vives en Virginia. Si recibiste la vacuna contra COVID-19, sigues estando protegido. Este otoño estaremos poniendo dosis de refuerzo para ayudar a prolongar esa protección. No olvides que el Departamento de Salud de Virginia sigue siendo tu mejor fuente de información sobre el COVID-19. Para saber si puedes recibir la dosis de refuerzo y programar una cita, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Este es un mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by... Marcus Hurley. TV's been a bit sketchy over the past few weeks. I haven't really settled on anything since we last spoke that has really blown my mind. Um, I suppose we could address The Walking Dead. Um, are you still watching I haven't that? watched any of it yet. I, I, I thought I'd leave it after the lacklustre first half. I've um I've shelved it for a bit. I haven't watched it since it's been back. I haven't watched it. Um oh. I just felt the first half left me a little bit cold. It's... And then their season finale was a bit like meh. So I've been watching other things. <laughs> well, we'll get onto those in a sec. I mean but yeah, fair enough. Um it's pretty bleak. There's been a couple of reasonable moments, but overall, yeah, the tone is so dull. Um hmm. I mean, I just had it on tonight while I was cooking my dinner and sort of turning around occasionally to see yeah. if anything was that interesting. And Sounds about what happens when we're watching Black Lightning. We're only watching it just to see what the hell's happening now. We don't really care. We've got the dinner on. Yeah. We're, like, we're sitting, eating, watching dinners, either that or Buffy. Um, Buffy's winning, to be honest. We're on season seven. But yeah, yeah. We've, I don't know. We, we know we've got a lot of Walking Dead to watch, but... We're not really in a hurry. We'll get around to it. Yeah, you're not. It's not. It's definitely not um, water cooler TV anymore by any stretch. Yeah. You know, it's really. It's just like. Yeah, it's, it's way past the hill. It's, yeah, it's they're just dragging it out because people keep watching it. It's like it's like the latest seasons of Prison Break or Dexter. I think it's in that territory. Oh yeah, it's it might. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't say worse, but it's yeah, it's definitely it's, in that le- at it, that level. Yeah, you're 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 kind of following it through because you're invested in it. You've watched this far, yeah. so you need to know what happens. But your urgency of watching it has gone. Um, well, that's how I feel anyway. I just think that it's it's gotten tired, and I think they've they've played the card of oh, who might die? Oh, this person might die. This person won't die, and you kind of think. No, at the start, it was amazing because any minute now a horde could appear and, you know, four or five characters got wiped off the board. It was it was fantastic. You know, there was an app you could play along with and you were, like, guessing the body count of zombies and which characters would survive. That just shows it's gone far away from that. Yeah, I mean, there have been a couple of moments of invention with the zombies in this later season, but... It's 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 not enough to, you know, mm. bring the show up again by yeah. any stretch. It's just it's just a misery fest, really. And I'd just say if anyone's given up with it, 
you're not missing anything. So <laughs> move along. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffle along. Come back at the end of the series and then catch up. <laughs> yeah, they ever end it, God. Anyway, um, what, 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 what else have you been watching that's decent then? Well, speaking of zombies, um, I've been watching the Santa Clarita Diet Season 2 ah. on Netflix. Um, so, so have I. I started it on... I started it yesterday, so I'm, oh. I'm only two in, so... Oh, brilliant. You're in for a treat, mate. Don't... Walking no, Dead, this is not. <laughs> I find it very odd, because it's like... We've done it. Oh, you've done it all, yeah? We've done it all. Um, it's not It's not hard to get through, but I've just been saving it for, like, my morning commute. Yeah, no, no, that's a good, that's a good shout. But it's... <laughs> when, when we first started... <laughs> when we first started watching it, we were taken aback at how quirky mm-hmm. it is. We were kind of like, I think... Was it always this weird? And then you, you immediately forget how funny it is because the characters themselves and the way that they interact and they've all moved on a little bit. But then you were caught because we were a bit like, oh, maybe we should go back and rewatch the first season again. But then we thought, no, we'll just jump into it. And you forget how weird it is, but you quickly adapt to it and you quickly welcome them back. And they don't disappoint. It just, I like it because the characters are true to themselves. They're, they're, they are the way they are and they might evolve a bit more along a path but they don't jump the shark regularly they're not like constantly you know doing something completely out of character or mental or whatever or just moping about how hard it is and stuff and crying about as will would say their feelings yeah <laughs> will of another show <laughs> the show as crazy as it is it does have a kind of internal logic to it yeah. Um, and I, I just find the tone to be so bizarre because it's such a sort of like network comedy in, yeah. in tone, yet yeah. there's like colossal amounts of gore and lots of liberal use of the C word. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like really odd. It's like, you're like, it's like. What time slot would you put this on if it, if this was on a normal network? What happened? Like, yeah, I, I wondered that, actually. Well, I mean, um, you'd have to what, put it on at 10, but yeah. no one would want to watch anything like that at 10. So yeah. it's just, it's just the, I find it a, a very interesting example of, like, what is now possible in the world of streaming and stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, a show like that would have got, it wouldn't have made it past the first... Or even probably wouldn't have made it past the pilot, I don't think. Um, no, it wouldn't. It never would. <laughs> never ever. Yeah. Never. It's a complete. Um, it's 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 a it's a true product of the age we live in. <laughs> I think it's fantastic, and I, I I really hoped that there was more stuff like that. Yeah. That just takes a genre that you know and love and just twists it round, and just throws it back at you and go, there you go, and you kind of go, okay, I'm not quite sure what to make of this but you love it and you enjoy it and you come back for more. And it's like, I never knew I needed it. But the moment you watch it, you realize you do. <laughs> I mean, the first two episodes pretty much epitomize it in that the first yeah. one involves like the full, full on redecoration of their kitchen. In oh, a certain I was wondering of... where you were up to. Yeah. I couldn't remember the, the first episode, two. They're running after a fucking poodle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying so to close funny. the sale of a house yeah, yeah. it's like that's that's something that happened in like the real housewives or something like that or... yeah <laughs> yeah and they're, they're able to go to some really dark places but because all of the gore is played for laughs they hmm. can kind of just sort of like breeze over a lot of the 
really creepy shit they have to deal with. Do so, you hear, um, is a bit where she's in the basement and she's talking about the daughter wanting to go clothes shopping? I'm not there yet, I don't think. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. That's why I didn't really say much. But it's just like, yeah, the way that they just swear and stuff and the husband is so weird. Yeah, I mean, I've He's watched like, all of season one. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I'm just on the new season at the moment because it came out a couple of weeks ago, but I wasn't at work. So I yeah. just thought I was holding off. I just, I just love how the characters are just so sort of quirky, but they're atypical. Yeah. They're almost like she's just like the mum that wants to not be mousy. Um, he's just like the weird, quirky dad, but he's kind of like, you're not sure if he's going to just go mental in a minute and just like lose his shit. Or because he just keeps digging into like, he's basically a failed Walter White, isn't he? Yeah. He's Walter White without becoming Heisenberg. He's <laughs> just like. You know, he just talks and makes it worse for himself and just yeah, you this, know, ends up in more more shit. <laughs> yeah, so it's Timothy Oliphant, who was the lead guy, uh, Raylan Givens in Justified. Cool. Um, and, uh, and it's Drew Barrymore is the other lead. Yeah. Um, but there's a few other people that pop up. Um, yeah. Old, uh, our mate from Flyfy. Firefly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nathan Fillion. That's yeah. it, yeah. And also um, Conan's... The guy who plays Conan O'Brien's, or I say plays, his job <laughs> is to be Conan O'Brien's like stooge okay. on his late night show. He plays one of like the realtor they're trying to impress, who they ah. say looks like a giant baby. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so he shows up. Um, oh, and also, uh, yeah, Mary Elizabeth Ellis, she's uh, the wife of uh, Matey from Sunny. Always sunny in Philadelphia. She's the, uh, she's the wait- she's the rival one, isn't she? She's the waitress in uh, It's Always Sunny. Oh uh, yeah, the one he's always trying to get with. That's actually his wife. It's quite uh, okay. quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty decent. Uh, I've been watching a good thing on Netflix. Um, yep. I've just finished the final season of a show called Love, which stars oh. Gillian Jacobs and Paul Rust, who is also its co-creator. Who, along with Judd Apatow, who's done a few movies you might have seen, um, and it's basically uh, it's three seasons, and it's uh, it's just set in LA, and it's kind of it's just about a relationship, but it's quite um, it's not like laugh out loud funny. It is at times there are some funny like setups mm. and gags in there, and it's very he's he's like a mega nerd. He basically his job is to be like the teacher of. Um, uh, like um, kid movie stars, so like brats, basically he has to teach them like the the uh, curriculum. Um, yeah. But it's it's all like they just laugh at him, and he you know he wants to be a screenwriter, but that's his job on a set. Um, and it, and the girl Gillian Jacobs, who's um, from she was in Community, and her job is she's like a radio producer. And her housemate is played by Claudia O'Doherty, who is uh, an Australian newcomer, and she's really funny. Um, got very, really great characters in this show. Um, that, so, like I say, there there's three seasons. It's like twelve episodes. They're, they're like half an hour long. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed this show, and it's gone now. They've done it. They finished, and. Um, I'd just recommend it to anyone who fancies something a bit quirky. 
and uh yeah a bit honest you know it's really honest about relationships you know from from my experience anyway um be, yeah. being a bit of a nerd <laughs> <laughs> well i think i i think we watched the first season of it uh, the first series of it um i vaguely remember but it's just yeah it's one of those ones where i think i'd almost forgotten i'd watched it um yeah. So I looked at it and I was thinking that looks familiar. It's very, I, might, I might check out the rest. Yeah, it's very bingeable. You could you could do it in a weekend, easy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I watched a couple of other things on Netflix. Um, but in if you like, but just while I'm on the subject, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only other things that I've really watched uh, is um, the, a couple of comedy specials. I watched the new cool. Rick, I watched the new Ricky Gervais Humanity. Okay. I thought that was very funny because he did one of my favourite jokes that I won't repeat here. <laughs> um and also um just just some funny observations on uh his age and uh stuff like that which i think we can all relate to to some degree or another yeah uh so that was very funny and also i watched that just came out this past weekend uh is seth rogan's hilarity for charity and of course this this being seth rogan who isn't really much of a stand-up he, he's more of a filmmaker so he gets lots of help from all his filmmaker buddies. Uh, so there's a few, like, lo- there's lots of little live sets from different comedians. A few hmm. little songs, the Muppets show up. That's quite <laughs> okay, funny. That's weird. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, there's a few cameos here and there that you wouldn't, might not expect. Um, no Franco, though. I was expecting Franco to turn up, but he never did. Yeah, if it's Seth Rogen, he's usually not far behind, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> But um, uh, it's all for a, a charity. It's all for Alzheimer's that he did it for. Uh, and nice. uh, yeah, although, you, you know, just watching it obviously isn't much of a way in the support, much of the way of support for that charity. Uh, there's some information in there if you if you uh, fancy donating anything, you know. It's a good, cool. it's a good cause. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't really watched many other sort of TV series, but um, I did watch a couple of films on netflix which oh, maybe yeah. we could cut back into the first half or something i don't know no, but, um, just, uh, this is going to be the 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 dump cast where we just talk yeah. about all the shit we've up that isn't right. ready playing one annihilation oh didn't we cut didn't we talk about this um or had i was i the only one who'd seen it or something i'm not sure i think you did say it was very weird and you didn't say much about it yeah, but, I, think, um, I think me and Ian had seen it, and you had yeah, not. And you yeah. Didn't, yeah, I did finally see it. Oh, cool. Gotta say, I, I, I did enjoy it, and I'm glad it went very, very weird, because I was wondering where this was going, and I liked the concept of it, and I yeah. thought it was very well done, all to do with sort of genes and everything else and DNA. Um, <laughs> but I, I gotta say, that goddamn bear... <laughs> Yeah, that's that was... what sold it to me. That really freaked me out because that kind of took it from a sort of strange Outer Limits Twilight episode sort of style science. These weird things happen. They have to try and figure out why to genuinely freaky and terrifying. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if the like the final payoff is entirely satisfying. It looks, no. It looks nice. But there's some great shit that happens like throughout. Yeah. And I think I sold it a bit short saying, yeah, it was about these women that go on this sort of journey. But that, yeah. that does, ha- that is a thing that happens. Um, yeah. and it's, and it's front and center on the poster as well, like the main group. Uh, yeah. and that kind of, and the, like, you know, they all kind of, 
oh, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, I no, mean, no, it's, I know, it's got yeah, a bit of a predator vibe to it, you know, kind yeah, of. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then there's a very there's a and then there's a it it leaves you and it leaves you with a question as well as to what you've seen is whether what you've seen is what you've seen, and yeah. you know, it's it's it's. I thought it was quite nice as a one off. Um, yeah. I was I enjoyed it much more than the last few ones that. I've been recommended to watch, which I mentioned in previous podcasts, like Veronica and various other ones, even though this wasn't an outright horror, it was more sci-fi. Um, oh, yeah. It was a sci-fi chiller, I'd say. That's what this was. Yeah, it's very um, high profile. Yeah. But um, I also watched... Um, oh, what was it? There's a few films out I want to see. I can, yeah, I, can I, mention. I did manage to catch the new Insidious one as well. Oh, yeah. The Last Key. Um... It was okay. I think it doesn't hold a candle up or interweave. Um, and I think it suffers from horror fatigue where you do the same. I mean, there were some genuinely creepy bits in it and some jumpy bits and some bits were done really well. But I think overall the story just wasn't as good. Um, and they, the way that the only parts that were good was the way that it somehow weaves it back in. But it leaves you with a question as to where this sits in the trilogy, and it kind of answers it for you as well at the end, and then you're you're kind of left with okay. So we we kind of felt it was okay. Um, it wasn't by any means shit. It was still an enjoyable film. But it, is this the is this the last, the last key? Thing? Yeah. So Insidious Four. <laughs> but I, I I genuinely think they should have left it with three, because the first one wasn't that. It, the first one was an okay horror film. The second one was a pretty good follow-up, which answered more questions from the first one. And the third one fills in all of the gaps from the first and second one. So it kind of creates this almost Escher-esque interweaving plot between the three films, which is why I, I then say, as a trilogy, it's one of the best I've ever seen because of the way that all three films end up supporting each other by the time you've got to the end. Whereas this fourth film just feels like it's a tether hanging onto the edge. Um, um, But yeah, but it was kind of enjoyable. Okay. So I'm kind of glad I did see it. Okay. But like I said last time, roll on the nun. That's uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, I'm up for that, definitely. I'm looking forward to... um, I'm looking forward to a quiet place. That's it. I was going to mention that. Um, I was, that was my next thing I was going to say. Yeah, I've heard that as story. well as as well as ghost stories. I've heard good things about that. Yeah, that's the Martin Freeman uh, one, isn't it? Yeah, um, and Paul Whitehouse apparently. Okay. Um, I've not seen him in anything, uh, but yeah, I, I assumed it was going to be a sort of ghosty Edgar Wright esque comedy type thing. I assumed because of those two in it. But apparently it's not. <laughs> apparently it is actually scary. So I'm going to try and catch both of those before they're gone. Because um, I think they might be worth a watch. So, yeah, we'll probably let you know how that is in a future show. Oh, dear. Um, I just went on the old Metacritic and uh, Lost in <laughs> Space is not getting great reviews. Did the last one? This, th- <laughs> I mean, this is the Netflix show, though. Yeah, I know. But I don't know why they would have... 
bothered spending money on it. Um, the, tra- the last one had... The trailer looked really good, though. I was like... Yeah, but the best thing about the last one was the Apollo 440 soundtrack and Matt LeBlanc. That was it. Off riding off his coattails of friends. Joey in space with Apollo 440 doing the theme. Yeah, it was rubbish. That was it. That was definitely <laughs> rubbish. Um, yeah, that was... Damn it, though. What am I going to watch instead? That is the question. Well, binge it and then watch it before watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might, um, I might do... Um, you can watch that on your commute. What? The Walking Dead? Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to watch shit on the train. I watch good stuff. At the moment, I was just going to mention okay. I'm watching um, Hap and Leonard, the third season of that, which is on Amazon, and is very what good. What is that? Um, it's about... It's set sort of in the 80s, and it's like this. Uh, these couple of... Well, I think one of them is a Nam vet, um, and it's it, it, okay. it's Michael Kenneth Williams from The Wire, and yeah. uh, the dude who was... Oh, God, I haven't got it open. <laughs> uh, the guy who was in Altered Carbon, uh, who was playing the guy who... Oh, uh, Kovac. The guy <laughs> whose murder was being... So- James Perlboy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and, oh, wow. and it's uh, it, it plays on Sundance Channel in the states. John told me about it, but the first one is like just this total bizarre caper where there's these crazy killers in town, and they're trying to do a bit of a heist. Um, and then this, I can't quite remember the. Oh yeah, the third season was about the second season was about these missing kids, I think, and the third season's about these. They're uh, trying to track down this character from season two, um, this girl called Florida. And they're, they have to go to this place called Grovetown, which is like super racist. There are no black people in there at all. And it's like, it's, it's proper like, um, yeah, it's just proper redneck territory. <laughs> but it's played in quite a comedic way. Um, not, mm. not comedic, sorry, like in a in a kind of like graphic novel sort of way. So okay. it's, it's really worth a look. I'd, I'd definitely check out season yeah. one if you fancy. And they're only like six episodes. So it's not a huge okay, commitment cool. at all. So yeah, that's obviously that attracted me to it. Um, so yeah. Um, but the other thing I might watch if I do run out of stuff, if I'm not going to end up watching Lost in Space, is um, The Americans. There's five seasons of that on Amazon that I still haven't got to. So oh, wow. it's on my watch list. I may well have to check that out. And I've also got, um, there's the second lot of a series of unfortunate events. Okay. I, have- I still haven't got through the first season of that. It was really weird because we were really up for it. Um, we'd watched the film and then we just started watching the series. And I don't know. I think it just didn't quite click for us after watching the film. So we kind of just put it to the side. Yeah. And every time we've gone to get back into it, it hasn't, we just haven't either been in the right mindset to watch it or whatever. And it's just, we've kind of watched something else. Um, I really need to. Maybe I should just yeah. download it and start watching it on the train. Oh, yeah, great. I mean, I've started doing that it's now pretty- as well. I'm led by your example. Yeah, it's great. Um, I've been watching the IT crowd. I love it. <laughs> from the start. And they're like 20 minutes an episode. So if the train's, yeah, ending up being squashed into a doorway, I've got yeah. Ross and Roy entertaining me. Thing is, a 40-minute train journey, get through two episodes. I'm on, I think I'm midway through season two. No, just started season two now. So, yeah. Didn't I hear a rumour that was coming back? 
Sure well, they did a final. They did a final episode a while ago, so I don't know. That was ages ago, though. I ha- yeah. I'm sure I saw somewhere that was coming back. I might have to Google that. Or it might be an American version or something. Oh God, please no! Uh, let me see news. They IT always crowd grab news. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. I must have missed. I must have missaw <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, uh, no, that series of unfortunate events. They're really more like. They split each story in half, but yeah. I, I, I think I'd prefer to watch them like at home as like a movie, each one. Because okay. they're quite dense, yeah? Like, back to back, yeah. And, and, and it is a weird subject matter. Apparently the books were really successful in America, uh, hmm. but, and, and there were like 13 of them. So I think they've done, uh, I think they've done like 10 out of the 13. So they've got uh-huh. enough to do the rest of it. And they do seem to be like surgically going through each story and doing each okay. one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I think it's like a, what do they call it? Like a, a, um, oh, I had the word. I almost had the word. It's like a, like a premium project, you know, like it's for Netflix's, um, flagship. Pre- it's like a prestige <laughs> project, project, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, having the license to do that, okay. I think so. They're, they're taking their time and doing it right, sort of thing. Yeah, and well, and, and putting doing, the stock in, and yeah, and spending the money. Like when it could have been a movie uh, that might not have ever got a sequel. Like they're just going, no, we're just going to make all of this into Netflix st- stuff. So that's quite cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's oh, we've got Westworld coming up pretty soon as well. Oh yeah. No, I saw a trailer for that. Funny enough, in the cinema. <laughs> yeah. Whilst waiting to watch Ready Player One. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure whether I was being spoiled because um, I heard a rumour that they were trying to stop the internet spoiling season two by spoiling it for everyone. Yeah. This this was a news story I heard about today as well, which is... Um, and I'm wondering whether that advert that I just watched was a spoiler. No, 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 they're not not (laughs) forcing it on anyone. But basically, um, I mean, personally, if you listen to this show for a while, you might know that, um, you know, I was very frustrated by the fact that uh, by listening to podcasts and looking and reading about the show on the internet, I had the show ruined for me. You know, one of the major revelations that came in the final or penultimate episode, I knew from like halfway through. Because people have gone, oh yeah, we reckon it's this. I won't spoil it for anyone who's yeah. not seen it, you know. But I was just like, and, and you know, I was shouted at and told like, well, serves you right for reading stuff. But, you know, I don't, I do, the people who knew what was going on in Game of Thrones because they'd read the book, they protected those secrets. Yeah, I think they, they made a concerted effort to protect yeah. people. Who, who they they slagged off changes and yeah, said it wasn't yeah, as yeah. good as the book. Yeah, after. But they didn't go out of their way to ruin it. Yeah, after they, they'd aired. And so, hmm. you know, I, that's why I um, listened to some of the podcasts I did. I won't be making that same mistake again, um, no. even if the showrunners are just going out and saying, if, you know, because of, it was because of the noise of the speculation, they've decided yeah. that, well, you know, in order to stop that, um, we're just going to tell people what's going on and then maybe that will shut them up. <laughs> so those people that really have to work it out, because I don't like having to work it out. I want to be fooled, to quote Michael Caine from the movie The Prestige. Um, yeah. I want to be fooled. I want 
to see. I want the magic to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, and I don't definitely. want to know. But at the same time, I enjoy, I enjoyed listening to podcasts like the one I'm doing right now. That's why I do the one I do right now because yeah. I enjoy the conversation around I, these I, things. You know, I, for the, for me, the first season it was good because a it's a western. I don't watch enough of them, but I loved watching them as a kid. Um, and I loved watching the original film. I didn't watch the. I didn't even know there was a sequel to the original, but um, it was one of the films I'd watched quite a few times whenever it was on TV. I didn't uh, when what, I was younger. One? Sorry, which one? Is Westworld. I did. Westworld. There was a sequel to the. There's a sequel to it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. There was know a sequel that. to the original. Yeah, I did not know it at all. There was a sequel to Westworld. I can't remember what it was called now. I looked it up, but I'm forgotten now. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I've seen the film so many times. I mean, my younger brother used to just sort of jokingly, you know, imagine a six-year-old him and a probably eight-year-old me <laughs> just like standing on both sides with water pistols going, draw. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, I was a fan of Yul Brenner. He was pretty cool. Really serious looking face and a bald head. Yeah. Um, but I loved the way that the world was being built up because especially since that switch right at the start, you see the guy in black you know what the story is because the film was made in the 70s. So they take that knowledge that everyone knows and turn it on its head. So then you you kind of go, oh, maybe he's not. And then they introduce the idea of much later on when you see flashbacks of the two people, the two friends going into the Westworld, you see the idea of black hat and white hat and you kind of think choose your hat and then it gets you thinking about the way that people behave and you start looking at their hats yeah and then some of the characters have got hats and you're like is this significant uh but you don't know and it doesn't tell you it's just one of those things of the world where you're meant to learn the rules going along because you're very much a part of it as they are yeah. You feel as though you're going on the journey with the whole plot and the characters and everything else. And I, I loved it. Um, it wasn't just about us watching Dolores becoming whoever she is or whoever she wants to be or whoever she will be. It was a case of, yeah, and I... And there's like things as well, like the... You know, there's, there's loads of bits. I mean, there's stuff that I'm still thinking now in relation to the first season and that trailer that I saw and I'm thinking, oh, bloody hell, maybe that's relevant. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I won't say anything on, on podcast because I, I don't want to become one of those ones that inherently spoils something for someone else by just blabbering random shit. But I, I'm looking forward to the second one to see where they take it. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully it'll be a, a nice narrative like the first one with some not so nice moments but yeah I, I just I bring it, bring it on more please <laughs> yeah no I'm sure it'll be good anyway I think I'm out of steam for the evening we've gone on late yeah, enough and, it's late uh, yeah that was enough to fill up whatever <laughs> free disposed amount of time this should be I don't know thanks for listening to the not watching podcast part of the not listening podcast network where you can also find the not playing podcast where we talk about video games and the not listening podcast where you can hear Adam and co talk about all kinds of nonsensical nonsense you can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on twitter at notwatchingpod you can find the show notes for all our shows at notlistening.co.uk and if you like what you've heard here please do leave us a review anyway that's all for now until next time bye
Although I'm looking forward to seeing um, Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa's trying to call the police on me, apparently. Yeah, I heard that. I, I, um, yeah, I may have purchased, well, we may have purchased an Alexa dot. Well, you need one. It, you need one, don't you? We do, but apparently, <laughs> I, and I did ask it whether it knows Skynet, and it says, um, we don't really talk. Especially after what happened. <laughs> or what is to come. <laughs> and it's like, don't worry, I'm friendly. If you start mentioning Skynet, it tries to play it down, <laughs> which is quite creepy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I... Vives en Virginia. Si recibiste la vacuna contra COVID-19, sigues estando protegido. Este otoño, estaremos poniendo dosis de refuerzo para ayudar a prolongar esa protección. No olvides que el Departamento de Salud de Virginia sigue siendo tu mejor fuente de información sobre el COVID-19. Para saber si puedes recibir la dosis de refuerzo y programar una cita, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Este es un mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia.